Hello, hello. Welcome back to another week of things you should know. In today's episode, we're going to talk about how to handle jealousy. Now, this is a big topic when it comes to being in a relationship, and it's actually quite common—a lot more common than we think we feel. Now, if you're someone that never really felt jealousy in your relationship and cannot relate, then This topic's probably not for you, but for the majority of us that who have been in a relationship and have experienced jealousies in the past, this is a good discussion that we'll be having today. I'll be sharing with you some experiences as well as some of the ways to go through that stage of jealousy to really determine rather or not what you're feeling is. Valid and really how to handle in these situations. Now, before I even dive into it, first I want to thank one of my great listener.、Uh, she suggested this topic to me, and so quick shout out to you,、uh, Fashnavi. Sorry, I apologize if I pronounced the name incorrectly. I'm terrible at name pronunciation, but this topic is for you. So, okay, we're gonna get right into it. I think. When you are feeling jealous and you're in a relationship with your partner, and you're thinking about you know how to handle it, or is this normal, or if you're overreacting, I think the number one question to really ask yourself is: Is it reasonable? Now, this is the reasonable part. It varies so much depending on who you are, how you're feeling, the relationship itself. But I do think it is the first question that you should ask yourself when you are feeling that jealousy feeling towards your like partner, whatever is whatever it is that you're going through. Because here's the thing. I've gone through numbers of relationship myself, and I could tell you I have definitely. More often than not, also felt jealous in the relationship of my partner during those times, and some are super valid, some are maybe not as valid. And there's really three, I would say, very different types of jealousy. Now, there are people in the world that are really low in the spectrum of jealousy. They're usually not jealous very often, very easygoing, and Um, and I wouldn't even say like no emotion because I think no emotion, no jealousy whatsoever, whatsoever at all. It's like in its own category. But if you're like low on the jealousy spectrum, that's like one group of category. The second category that I would call and 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 actually I resonate in that group is conscious, like a conscious type of jealousy. And I want to talk more about what that means in a second. Now, the third bucket of what I have seen and experienced is the controlling, the unhealthy type of jealousy. So there's those three buckets, which they're very much different from each other. So the first bucket again is the low jealousy,、um, you know, like very easygoing, low jealousy. And I'll describe that more in a second. The middle is more like conscious type of jealous, where you're wondering what's going on. You're f- trying to figure out if there's reasons for you to feel the way you do. So it's more conscious than is truly jealous. Now the third type is where that jealousy feelings is way overcoming, where it becomes possessive and over controlling. Where is the unhealthy, almost abusive type of, you know, jealous? And I think that the first question, if you're feeling this way, is also ask yourself: like, which bucket do you see yourself falling into more so? And let me describe more. And and I could give you an example. So, for me in particular, I definitely see myself resonating in the middle, where it's conscious. And here's the thing: I strongly believe that. Nothing is wrong with if you're being conscious of your surrounding, almost right. You're conscious with what is happening with your partner and what is around your partner. And I think it's that when you're being observant and you're trying to, you know, under you're you're still trying to get to know your partner, right? Maybe it's still within the stage of dating, 
and getting to know each other. And by the way, like this staging of getting to know each other, like actually happens for years and years on, even could happen after decades because people change. People definitely change. So I don't think it's anything wrong that you, you know, that like whatever feeling that you used to feel, maybe like in the very beginning of the relationship, you trust your partner 100%. And as time goes on, you become more observant and you start to notice certain patterns that makes you more conscious of what's going on. And personally, I don't think it's unhealthy or anything is wrong. If you're starting to notice things that you feel like you wonder if that is something that you need to worry about. For example, if you're starting to notice your partner seems to be hiding something, like that is then triggering your being like conscious, right? Like I and, and I think what I'm trying to get at is you have to ask yourself, where is this jealousy feeling coming from? Like, are you feeling like overprotective? because of certain things that you see and certain things that you observe because you're being conscious? Or is there like absolutely really zero reason that are like, like if someone would ask you like, why do you feel this way? Like, is there somebody else, you know, triggering those feelings or someone that's around your partner that's making you feel uncomfortable? Like if you absolutely could not say anything, like no suspicion, no nothing, no triggers, no nothing, and you're just feeling jealous, you have to be candid with yourself and think about, are you the third bucket, which is overly protective and to a point could be controlling. And I think the first step before like dealing with it, as in like dealing with it with your partner, it is important that you self-identify, like which one are you? Like, do you have a valid reason? And it's important because if let's say you do have valid reason, meaning, okay, and let me define valid reasons because I know that that could be so wide range depending on who you ask and how they're feeling. Because when you're emotional, you could think of something and see something and you think it's super valid and maybe it's not. So sometimes it is actually helpful to like ask for a third party, like a third person that who is not emotionally involved on their opinions to really understand like, is that, reasonable or not um, but let's say for example you're in a relationship and you're noticing that your partner like for example if it's um, your boyfriend and you're noticing that he has a new friend and they're becoming friendly in a sense of like they are messaging each other and you're noticing that that is happening and you feel like there's some sort of secrecy between them or you like you sense it and i think that especially like for us when our intuition like our gut feeling i do think it tells a lot and i could tell you that i've been in relationships almost every single time that i suspect something is going on sadly something is going on you know and i'm talking about just me really being observant of like the person's behavior and now you gotta really really like know your partner in a sense of like how this person's typically behave towards other people in general like if your partner is always like kind friendly taking care of others like truly regardless of like who they are and have interests or not like they truly truly treat everybody equal like you you should be able to observe like hopefully you know if you're wondering this about your partner that you and your partner have enough time to be together where you could make a judgment of like how this person behave typically around others. Like I could tell you that I've been in relationships where I know <laughs> like my boyfriend at those times, they're not just nice to everybody and anybody. Like the way that they talk to each other, like to other people and the way that they would choose to take care or not take care of other people, it's somewhat like it depends and so when I do see that, like, let's say my boyfriend at the time is becoming more friendly with a female 
and like in a way of like it's not as normal and then like not like that's not it's not like right away it is something that's like not okay of course it's okay if they're just talking they're meeting but i'm talking about like if since that let's say party you're noticing like messaging happening between them and the conversation that they have is like has nothing to do with you like if like for example this is the kind of pattern that i i saw that for me like i don't see myself as being truly jealous but more conscious is because i was also noticing the conversation was almost purposely trying to not talk about me like it was purposeful to like for them to get to know each other almost like without acknowledging that this person is in a relationship and and this is the kind of stuff it matters because when you're feeling jealous sometimes it's not you like as it's not your fault if the other person's action are truly making you question or make you feel uncomfortable and i think during those time i asked myself like why am i feeling like this like is this I'm feeling like this because I'm being overprotective as if like, oh, I cannot have my boyfriend has female friends. Like, no, like, because I know that when he talked to other girls that I do not feel like that way. Like there's anything that I need to be worried about. And and the, here's the thing. OK, the, the thing is, especially if you know the people around your partner that perhaps make you feel co- uncomfortable and you have vibe with them in person, I think it's super helpful because I really think that when you see how the two people interact, whatever you see, whatever your gut feeling's telling you, it's telling you something. Because honestly, when two people are not like, okay, when two people are together and your partner, if you think your partner is interested in that person, but if that person is absolutely not interested in your partner, like, observe because you could tell like i could tell when females are not interested in my boyfriends in those during those time like you could tell like it's the way they look at each other not look at each other it's the way that they talk like when someone have zero interest in becoming anything more than a mutual friend like the way they talk the way the type of conversation they have the way they look at you the way they engage with you you could tell you could tell. And look, by all means, I, I have, I've known females that have no intention of getting with the guy. However, they enjoy flirting. They enjoy flirting. They like, you know, the attention. They like, And that's okay. Nothing is wrong with that. But I think you have to ask yourself very candidly, is what you're feeling a result of what you see? with like from your partner and the other person or just people in general like are there certain actions that are happening that is triggering that feeling or is it truly like absolutely just the fact that is if this person is around anyone that he potentially could be interested in or interested in your partner you know then you feel not okay right like again like having a clear understanding like which spectrum you're in like where you're like okay i i really don't have a reason (laughs) you know like if you truly ask yourself and you truly don't have a reason there's even like no situations or things that are happening but if you're just already just feeling that way like then don't blame yourself you know i think like sometime when you like really care for someone and you really really like someone we sometimes have this feeling of like we don't want to lose them we don't want to lose them in any way. So we, we, we fear and we think of situations in our head and we become overprotective. But just know that, you know, if there's really no reason, we also cannot. We cannot like feel that we own someone else. You know, you, that, that one saying that we all heard before, or some of us have heard before, it's like, if you truly love someone and if it's meant to be, let them go. If they come back to you, that's when you know it's yours. There's a good chunk of that is so true because the thing is that the more you force someone to be with you, the more sometimes as humans, we want to stay away from people that prevent us from doing what we want. So that's really important. So it's like that sometimes the the tighter you hold on to something, the more they want to be set free. And to be quite frank, like I've been in relationships in the past that sometimes I feel like 
I was also the one that was holding on too tightly because I didn't want to risk anything quote quote bad happening aka you know I was jealous and you know I was afraid that if I let this person like like do anything they want with anybody they want I mean you know with the respect of the relationship that I would still lose them if I don't like keep this person in close range and I was quite young you know during those time and as I grow older I knew that like look look if for whatever reason during the time that me and this person have together like if this person don't feel enough to savage our relationship by like being faithful by being you know honest by being truly for me like what's the future going to hold and you need to know that like in comparison the years that you know let's say you've been with your boyfriend a couple years or even a decade there's still gonna be many more decades to come and so when you put that in perspective this person could be somewhat easily swayed away from you this is just gonna be an uphill battle even more so like if you hold on too tightly like can you imagine yourself having to keep like everybody away (laughs) and there's so many more years to go and you're only start doing that like now it's just an uphill battle it's not healthy it's not healthy for your partner it's not healthy for you but again if it's not the overprotective over you know really no good reason but there's things happening around the both of you that mix what you're feeling valid now that is something to really think about because i could tell you based on my experience and i've been in like at least 10 you know relationship and each of them are year like couple years each time and i have good amount of friends that have been in relationships sometimes even more than a decade and i personally firmly believe that if you're with a partner that are actively you know like even knowing that certain things makes you feel uncomfortable but they continue to do so for whatever reason whatever they want to put it like freedom whatever it is like you just got to really think about if that partner is right for you because for example like i've been in relationships where the 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 (laughs) like i think i only been with like two or three like relationship out of like 10 or more that I question well okay one of them for sure was not faithful like 100% and I gotta tell you that story in a second but like those three are probably well one for sure he was not faithful but the other two I questioned but thinking back like yeah like those for sure there's iffy stuff going on but every time when I experience these I do get jealous and triggered because they do things that are very questionable for example whenever like they protect their phone like it's their life (laughs) that's like honestly i know i know look i know some people love their privacy i love mine too but me personally like i been in relationship where if the guy is crazily overprotective over their phones and like telling me about more details about conversation about you know they have with the person that makes me feel uncomfortable like when you feel like this person's holding back and it's not telling you the whole truth and when you ask them question you feel like they're trying to dodge those questions and then trying to say that hey you know you're just you know you're just being crazy or you're just you know thinking too much or anything like that instead of reassuring you that there's really nothing happening and just being very open and transparent on really like the conversation and everything's going on like you know like friend to a friend the thing is that every time that i see this is bad news and i actually have good good girlfriends of mine that they've been in those relationship and you know they're my friends so i love them so much and you know some of them they are the one who is doing things that they really shouldn't be doing in their relationship and they are much of like protective over their messages their phones with their partner 
and they put it on the line of like it's private it's you know it's private um you know and whatever works for them is fine but like i do think that me personally the thing is it's beyond the whole idea of sharing what is necessary like fine like don't share but i do think that if two people want to make it work and they want to make each other feel good like there needs to be other ways to reassure you like even like look i get it there's some people that would really just not show you like their messages or their phone even though there's truly nothing going on look there really are people like that and i get it like for example i have a brother he is a honest like so honest but i could tell that he wouldn't feel comfortable if people looked through his phone either like his girlfriend for example even though i know he would never do anything bad or cheating remotely not even close but he would also argue to not show his phone i'm sure um and nothing is wrong with that but i do think that when you're in a very committed relationship there has to be other way of reassuring your partner that nothing's going on and so if you feel like not only if you're not getting answers but you're also feeling like neglected from getting answers in other ways like you know when someone really cares about you and and here's the thing it's communication is key like you also need to ask yourself have you given a chance by communicating what you're feeling and what you're feeling i don't mean like what you're you know pissed about or mad about or anything like that like one good practice that i feel works well when you're sharing with people what you're unhappy about is sharing with the intent to tell them how they make you feel instead of accusing them of doing something so instead of saying like hey i think you are cheating on me or i think you're being unfaithful or i think you're being unshady like don't put it like that because when you say those words you're already accusing them of doing something that they, they might or might not have done when you say like hey I, I feel like you're cheating or i feel like you're being shady but instead you want to talk about what made you feel that way so you could say things like hey you know I noticed that you and so and so is getting really close and it makes me wonder about if you are thinking if there are other people better for you than me and it just makes me feel a little uncomfortable seeing how much closer you're becoming with somebody else like can we talk about how you're feeling with our relationship is that something that I need to think about you know like coming off that way i think help open up the relationship and communication more so that it's like you're not accusing them of doing something that they might not have done but you're just describing the reality of the situation of how it makes you feel and that it's you're not feeling good and essentially it's reasonable that you're asking for reinsurance like i just want to know that you're still feeling good with me and that perhaps there's something that I'm misreading right like you you both of you need to be able to have some sort of candid you know conversation that will make the both of you feel better and closer cuz that is how a long-term relationship really would work is that you both of you are able to communicate somehow or at least give each other what is needed to feel secure in the relationship and so if you're not getting that and you're getting a lot of pushback and like cuz i have faced that like whenever back then when i felt like something is going on like okay this don't seem right and and again like to me at those time is i'm being conscious like i try to okay and and i think this about me is actually perhaps not a good thing but i don't trust like people easily especially like people i date sometimes like not until like maybe in the way they have proven to me that like there's someone i could trust and of course life vice versa like i need to prove to them that i'm someone that they could trust but it does take a while for me like i don't just meet someone and like i could like them and i could even love them and i could even feel like infatuated about them but it doesn't mean like i trust trust them yet to like not do anything to hurt me And so I'm conscious. I'm conscious and in my opinion I think that is healthy in the sense of just being conscious again not accusing not you know anything like that but just being conscious of like the surrounding and what's happening. 
And I've been in like the great relationships that I have been in. And I know that these people are really great and they are really great and they were really great. Are people that really have like either like no secrets. I don't know if that's the right word, but they're really open in like communicating what is going on and helping to reassure me that like nothing is going on. And again, you got to observe like truly with your heart, with your mind and with your eyes. Because of course, like when you're in love and you're like so caring for your partner, whatever they say, you want to believe, you know, and but you really got to like take yourself out for a second and be like, is what's happening even reasonable? Like if, if there's so many things going on that truly is the cost of your insecurity of like you feeling the way you do, like you got to like, like one day, like after the all the emotion runs high, like when you're more relaxed really think about like if you had a friend that told you that partner was doing those things how would you how would you think of what that person is doing like if you could put yourself in a third person and someone that you care about is telling you like hey my partner's doing all these things I don't know what to do but I'm not feeling good and you could be objective in saying like, you know what? Yeah, that doesn't look too great. Like whatever that guy or a girl is doing, not very good. Like then that is your deep down gut feeling is telling you like what you think is going on. And again, if you feel like what you're observing and being conscious about is valid, think of a way to bring it up and talk about it like the last thing you want is like to keep all of those things inside of you and just keep guessing because I get it like when you're like (laughs) I used to like live for my relationship it's bad it's unhealthy like that's all I cared about it's all I thought about so when the highs is great but the low is also like just drags me down and so in order to get out of it, like one of the best way really is to be able to communicate and any long lasting relationship and couples will tell you like communication really is key. And I know everybody communicates differently. So of course, you're going to find a way that you feel the most comfortable and it suits you and your partner. But having a way to share that emotion and have a way to ha- like deal with it with your partner, it's important because here's the reality. Here's the reality is that if let's say you have the courage to bring it up and talk to your partner, but the way that your partner reacts is really negative, rather if it's like you bring up like, hey, this is what, you know, the situation is and this is how it makes me feel. Like, can we talk about if something is going on and they like freak out and they like react so negatively and tells you like, you're overreacting, you're crazy, like, look, 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 here's the thing, okay, this is another thing that I observe of people, usually when there is truly nothing going on, that's just, here's my, you know, own personal opinion, okay, this is just my personal opinion, and my experiences, you know, I really truly experienced this, is if they become very defensive, and they say like you are crazy you're overreacting and they like act crazier than you thought they would when you're like being calm and just brought up like hey like this is what i observe just wanted to talk you know and they like flip and they make it seem like it's your fault and you brought up something very unpleasant i think you need to be very conscious with these people in the future that you want with these people because look Let's say this whole jealousy thing and this whole whatever thing that makes you feel that way, it's blown over. That type of attitude of someone that reacts that negatively when you are not feeling good or just wanted to talk and feel good about the relationship, that is not a good sign. It's not. Look, no one's perfect. We all have our bad days and sometimes we have things that we need to work on. So if this is something that you truly feel like this person could work on, great. But if you feel like this is the constant, this is the default, this is the always, this is how the person reacts, where it makes you almost like feel uncomfortable to bring up any issues or things anymore because you know that that's the reaction, then you truly need to ask yourself like, can you really see yourself doing this for another 10, 20, 30, 40, 50 years? Like... 
like it's a long time and usually like those type of like really bad shutdown of not listening not caring about what the other person feel like those are some of the biggest causes of like divorce like people just like show like it's almost like their reactions like if you love me and you do as i say and you let me just be my way then yeah you could remain in my life but as soon as you start questioning and makes me not do what i want to do then they become this bad bad person that just want out like people like that typically unless you could truly be like i don't want to use the word submissive that's the word that comes up in my mind right now but it's almost like shutting part of yourself down just to keep this person around and that's you know not the life that you want like you deserve so much more so much more you know than someone that who basically like want you around if it's easy for them like it's really needs to be mutual and it really needs to be that when they as soon as they hear or sense that something is making you feel uncomfortable and it matters long enough and you tell them it matters that they want to talk and make you feel better and like sometimes it's not going to be as easy as like they won't do something or completely block people out like sometimes that's not an option and sometimes that shouldn't be the way to handle you know and it's going to require some compromising and again this is why the step one of all of this is that you do need to figure out if what you're feeling is rational and the rational part i know that's gonna be hard because when you're in it like everything seems to be rational you know but like again like try to put yourself as a third person like a third party looking at the situation and like what do you think and again like ask yourself like unbiasedly right like for example like i i've known friends where they are truly just a caring friendly person to everybody like doesn't matter if you're a boy or girl, a sex that they're interested in or not, hot or not, like they are just nice, kind people, like truly, unbiasedly. And I think that that type of personality, like you should be able to know if your partner is that way or not, right? Like, like when you first met them, like did you sense that they're like that with everyone? Because look, like candidly, among all my relationships, like no, like the, the people that I have dated, they're not like that. Like they are selective. You know, like, of course, they're not like mean to people on purpose or anything like that. But there are going to be people that they are much nicer to versus people that they're like, eh, whatever to, you know. So I know from a get go, like what kind of person I'm dealing with and how they typically will treat others. Right. So like if I'm getting a reaction that like, wait a minute, you know, like my boyfriend is feels way too friendly or is looking at that other person and the other person is looking at him like in a way that it's just like "Mm -mm, this doesn't look like just some sort of like hello how are you type of thing like look like like me for example like when i'm into someone or not into somebody like if i'm just like slightly even like interested or flirting i know how i am you know i know how i am when i talk to someone and that's what i mean by be like truly observant like because you know yourself and sometimes other people are not that different than you so if you're like getting a sense like wait a minute like that person is looking at my partner a weird way and look like if other people's looking at your partner in a weird way like don't blame your partner <laughs> you know like if your partner is truly just being themselves like don't blame them like you're you're attractive you know your partner is attractive like some people is gonna find you guys attractive like that is okay you know like be happy and proud that other people love you know both of you individually or separately or whatever you know it is what it is but if you feel like something is going on like the way that your partner is reacting to other people or their action is like questionable and again like it's not like a one-time thing and it's kind of continuous and you're finding out more here things little things and here and there and it's starting to drive you crazy most of the time you're not you're not crazy you know and like I've definitely have been through it. Like I've been through, I'm not proud of it, but like I've been through, you know, finding out more and more things. Sometimes I don't even want to find out. Like sometimes their phone is right there and I just happen to see like that person's messaging them again and saying certain things in a certain way that just didn't make me feel comfortable. 
And I would also be able to sense the way that my partner is reacting to them is also in a way that didn't make me feel comfortable because I could see and feel how exclusive it was from me. You know, like you could tell like, look, look, I met like, for example, attractive men that I was like, wow, you know, they're so attractive. And then later I learned they have a girlfriend, for example, I'm like, oh, of course, no way. Hell no, no, never, never. But what I feel so proud of them is that they are the one bringing it up. That like, you know, sometimes when you're just like casually talking some, to somebody and you're like, yeah, how was your weekend? Or like, yeah, how's this? Or like, how was that time in the experience? Whatever, right? I feel like when there is no bad motive, okay, I can't say 100% of the time, but I do sense that when people just bring up their significant others in their relationship, like, for example, like the guy that um, I was talking to, like, no, like just met this person, no idea about anything. And they would just be like, yeah, like my girlfriend, this is uh, beautiful, right? Like that's when, you know, there's no intent of anything, or at least in my experience, that usually is true. And they will bring up like their wives, whatever. Same with me. Like when I'm super happy in my relationship, I would also bring up my significant other in casual conversation. I don't know. Maybe that's just me. Maybe it's just what I happen to notice. But I do feel like when people are very proud of their relationship and they're happy in their relationship and they have no ill intent with the other person, that they will talk about the real, not the bad stuff. Like if you find your partner talking with someone else, like always about challenges in your relationship, sometimes it's okay and sometimes it could be a bad sign. Like, look, I talk to my friends like my female friends about when I would be in a bad relationship and I would talk like, this is what's happening. I'm not happy. Like that's normal, I think, (laughs) you know? So if like your partner is going to his friends and you know their friends and they're talking about it, that is healthy, actually. That's actually really, really good. But if you're like sensing this person's doing it with somebody that you feel uncomfortable with, and here's the thing, again, if you feel like that person's not into your partner at all, like, don't worry about it. It's fine. You know, like, you, again, you got to sense it yourself. You got to fill it out yourself. But if you're unsure, then you're unsure, you know. But again, like, at the end of the day, though, let's say you have narrowed yourself to be the middle spectrum, which is like, you're, you're conscious. You're conscious and things are legitimately happening around you that makes you feel uncomfortable and there's a lot of things you're seeing or experiencing that makes you question right perhaps you're like i don't know if i should be concerned or i don't know if i should be worried but it is making me feel that way and i'm not feeling good my best advice to you is that you gotta talk to your partner of course before you do maybe think about how you're gonna word you know, how you want to express how you're feeling so it's not going to become an unpleasant talk and you're very clear on what is it that's making you feel that way and what resolution you want from it. I think if you could think of that, that could be helpful because sometimes I get it. You know, sometimes you might not even know, like, I don't know how to solve it, but this is what I know I'm feeling. It is still helpful to share what is your feeling because truly is that if you and your partner is going to have any type of future, like this needs to be one of the things that you're able to handle together, together, not just you on your own, you know, so, so try, try to think about how you could bring it up. And if you already have brought it up, that's okay. You know, think of another way of approaching it. Like if you felt like the way that it was brought up last time caused a lot of misunderstanding and arguments, like try to calmly bring it up next time and pick a setting that is also a very chill setting and here's what i've also learned and me personally again in my personal experience is that usually when i bring up these like you know questionable type of subject that could be like a bad argument i feel like when i could bring it up in a more non-emotional way it's more helpful here's what i mean Like if I bring up a conversation, a conversation that could end up into an argument like not good and I already raised the topic in a angry tone, like in the tone that I'm about to like, I'm ready to fight, like I'm being defensive and I'm being argumentative, usually like that is like a guarantee to disaster. 
<laughs> like it's just as simple as that. If I say like, why are you, you know, like if I start with that, like why are you doing this or like are you doing this like accusing like are you doing this like basically i'm already accusing that person or why are you doing this it's almost like this person like wanted to do it to you right like so usually when i'm already in a defensive mode and in a not a good mood or not in a good place not good not a good place to start and another thing that might not be good and try to you know like gather yourself if you're more on the emotional side it's like if your default is always like crying too like not always good either right because like sometimes like, i have had friends that they have a hard time talking and communicating and like really solving with their partner if one of them is like way too emotional and like way too sad so so it's also like helpful sometimes i think like having a clear head and that's what I mean by like being a little bit emotionalist where here's the thing. Like I do think that it's healthy when you could picture yourself without this person. Like I get it. If you feel like you're about to like ready to marry this person or you're already married to this person, it's kind of hard to imagine that. But in the way when you feel independent, where you feel like, you know what, I could still be okay without this person not not i'm not talking about think about breakup no that's all i'm saying but like a way to make yourself like less emotional invested before you start the conversation is like feeling the empowerment of independence somehow like you're okay you're okay you're fine you just want to know what's going on and for me personally like i'm able to be more level-headed is when i am able to think more level-headed like when it's when i able to think about like okay if this person truly let's say is doing something that honestly it's not even about me being jealous like they are doing something shady which is like why i'm feeling the way i do i in moments that i could then think very sanely which is that like hey you know what if that person's not into me as much as i thought he was and this person would rather be with that person or find funds if like doing this behind my back and this is not what I want and signed up for, then I don't want it. You know, like when I'm able to think that way, like, of course, it's not easy. Like, oh, you know, like, don't get me started on how I handle some of the, you know, most painful breakups. Uh, but if you're interested, let me know. I'll tell you. I'll dedicate the episode for that. But, you know, like when you're able to feel more independent, you're also able to bring up topics more calmly and more straightforward and i think that sometimes those are some of the best conversation is when you're able to like not be afraid and just like hey look you know like i care about you so much you know that i want all of this for us um but i'm feeling this way lately and you know i really don't want to be feeling this way so i really think we should just talk about it like how are you feeling because i think sometimes when we feel jealous a big part of it, it's also what we're feeling insecure about ourselves. And this insecurity that we feel is so common, is so common among a lot of us. And sometimes it could be within our relationships, sometimes within our career, sometimes within our appearance, sometimes everything, every single day that we do, I feel it every single day. You know, like rather if it's my career, rather if it's just in my friendship, like it's very natural for humans overall to feel that insecurity. But now when that insecurity is hurting your relationship where you're making things up in your head, you know, like not saying you are right. And that's like, I hate it too. When the other partner trying to say that to like us, you know, like you're, you're, you know, making this a no, like if you truly have valid reason, you have valid reasons. But I do also acknowledge that there are moments where because we're so insecure of what we feel, we sabotage. We do. And that is another question that you like truly need to ask yourself if that could be the case too. Because it is not good to want to own or control another person. Not saying you are, you know, but sometimes I do think that when we're so in love and we're so into a relationship, the possessiveness could be come you know hand in hand with that like I definitely have felt that way in my past relationship where like I loved them so much that I just didn't want almost like anybody to come between me and that person to a point where it's a little bit too much you know I admit you know it's a little bit too much and like not like that other person was doing anything wrong 
But truth is, I have no right, zero right to like feel like this person's mine and mine only. Like hell no, you know. Like every one of us has our own, you know, and we want all of us to stay our own because that's when we're the most happy and we continue to grow. And it's like a choice, really, a choice that we make every day. That we choose the other person. You choose that person, and that person chooses you. And that has to be an option that always stays open. And that's also what makes love great, is that two people continuously choosing each other when they really could just stop and choose others. So you gotta truly ask yourself, you know, which stage of of those buckets you're in. Like, ask yourself, is it reasonable? Um. And if you find yourself in a bucket that maybe it's not reasonable, you also gotta talk yourself out. You know, like how do you not like allow if it's insecurity, right? Like to be projected to your relationship, but that's also gonna make it not good. You know, it's gonna make it very tiring for your partner if it's truly like nothing is going on, but you're feeling this way, and like you, we cannot expect the other person to also like been backward just to please us because we have certain insecurities right like there's only up to a certain point that's reasonable but when it becomes really like demanding when the other person didn't do anything wrong and we just want them to make us feel better about our insecurities like that's not gonna be enough like you also need to do that work for yourself like i definitely have done that for myself like i have gone through times where i was insecure like i needed my partner to validate who I am if I'm good if I'm smart if I'm all of that and like that was a strain on them you know I'm sure you know because like I couldn't do that for myself and so a part of that is self-growth and self-love is that how can you also give yourself the strain and courage to like know that you're enough and know that you are very good you know and that you don't need to be insecure. Like that comes with a lot of self-improvement. And the, the good news is that it's possible. You know, it's very much possible. Like I gone through, oh goodness, like I have one through weekends at like Barnes & Noble, just sitting there for at least minimum three hours, like finishing a book at a time whenever I go. And I would be at the self-improvement aisle, you know, just reading all of the books. Like whenever I'm curious, like why am I feeling this way? You know, like, for example, like I have read through some of, like, the jealousy books, some of, like, the why marriage don't work even though I've never been married before. Like, I was curious, like, why does love not work? Why do, like, relationships that seem so promising not work? Why do people feel the way they do? Like, what does it mean that somebody's insecure versus confident? Like, they sound like such a high-level topic that anybody kind of knows at the high level what any of these means but like if you're curious you want to learn more like i think it's super helpful to really like dig in and learn more and one of the best part is to hear out other people's perspective and you could compare it to your own right there's no right or wrong answer there's no like someone else's answer is right someone else's answer is wrong or your answer is right you know like whatever makes you feel right and good is the right answer for you so but you know, regardless, I think that, you know, hopefully this talk is helpful, but um, just a quick recap, right? So it's like first, like asking yourself if what you're feeling is valid when it comes to like, is there something happening that is making you feel uncomfortable? Or is there truly like, really not too much that you could pinpoint to, but it's, it's like your insecurities, right? And so once you have like figure out what that is let's say it is like something is happening um that makes you feel that way think of how you could communicate that to your partner so you guys could have a very productive conversation to work on it because again like the reality is that if if you and your partner cannot talk about it and have a productive conversation at all whatsoever you also need to question like how do you plan on spending even more time or the rest of your life with this person if if you don't feel like you know because honestly like the truth of the reality is like when you think about all the problems that we face in our lifetime like that is just one of a one of so many right so it's like there's going to be so many more hardship and things that the both of you is going to go through if you guys do stick together 
So you got to really think about in the bigger scheme of things, if you guys really cannot communicate healthily on a conversation of like truly what's making you feel uncomfortable, you got to, you know, think about that. Like, how is it going to last? And then secondly, if let's say you're like, okay, yeah, there's not truly anything happening. I'm just feeling this way. And it could be, you know, my childhood could be my past experiences. It could be my insecurities or other stuff. Then you got to, you know, honestly, the work has to come from you too. Like there's so much your partner could give you to feel secure about yourself. Like the, the hard truth is that it is not other people's job to make us feel good about ourselves. It's not. Like, I used to try to want that and, and want it, which I had that. But I realized, truly, no one could make you feel confident and validate you more than yourself. Like, when you have your own back, oh my god, like, it's such a great feeling. And the thing is, other people see it too. And honestly, I think it's such an attractive thing when, like, you have your own back and you give yourself the power and security like you don't need anybody you know i don't want to say you don't need anybody else when it comes to like just you know screw everybody but it's like no like it's so powerful to be able to validate yourself and feel secure within yourself based on the confidence that you have within yourself and that does take time to grow and some days you're going to feel better about yourself than others. But you got to continue, continue to grow yourself and your mind and truly like allow yourself to be your biggest support instead of relying someone else to amend your insecurities if, if that is the cost. But again, like distinguish like which one is it that is making you feel the way you do once you truly take some time because it's not going to be probably something that you're able to just answer right away, but like really trying to think through which one do you fall under? If you even fall under one of them, maybe there's another bucket. Maybe there are many, many more buckets that I'm not, you know, mentioning today. But once you figure out what the cause is, you know, think about if you want to talk to your partner about it, how you're going to talk to your partner about it and how you want to grow yourself from it, right? Honestly, like if your partner's giving you a hard time too, like you also need to, you know, find a way to handle that for yourself. So reading books honestly like for me personally have helped me go through that stage of my life when I was going through a lot of that challenge in my past relationship because for me I had a lot of questions and I think you did an excellent job in asking about this topic because honestly that's what I did like anywhere I could find more perspective and more information about that topic is what I did like I searched online I looked at articles. I definitely did look at like podcasts, audiobooks, books, overall YouTube, like anywhere, you know, that I could find more information and hear more perspective, right or wrong. I'll be the judge, you know, at the end of the day, just like how you'll be the judge at the end of the day of what you feel is the right thing for you. And it's, it's, it's helpful. And I think any of us in this world that if we feel Jealous is, is number one, acknowledge that it's a common, common feeling. It's okay to feel that way. And there's many, many ways to to progress and deal with that. Um, and, and just need, we need some time to figure out, like, what is causing it first? Like, what is causing these feelings? And really try hard to remove yourself from the first party of you and see if you're a third person. Like, can you rationalize what's happening and really, you know, then take the appropriate steps from there. All right. So I hope that this episode is helpful to any of you and some of you. And I will talk more next week. All right. Bye.